You're listening to the Million Dollar Practice Podcast, where we talk about how to get more patients, make more so you can give more. Let's start leveling up your practice growth and marketing with your host, Sam Harvey. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello, you crazy private practice owners out there, and welcome to another episode of the Million Dollar Practice Podcast. This is your favorite host, Sam Harpy, and in this episode, we're going to talk and share some stories about the importance of hiring slowly and firing fast, and some of the stories that I've heard from the practice owners that I work with. Now, the first story that I would like to share with you is a personal story. Uh, This summer of 2020, uh, we were growing and I needed a client success manager to manage our accounts. She was great on paper. I interviewed probably 20 candidates over Zoom and she seemed to have the skills and the expertise that I needed to manage our client accounts and obviously have that communication first relationship with our clients. And after a week, there were some red flags that I noticed immediately. And prior to doing anything, I had a discussion with that, um, you know, staff at the time. And I was like, oh, what are your thoughts on this? And, you know, this is how we do things and whatnot. Um, She agreed that, yeah, things could have, could slightly improve with regards to communication and whatnot. The biggest flag uh, is we as a marketing agency, a digital marketing agency, agency, a social media marketing agency, we work with client virtually over Zoom. We record our, our phone calls. There are certain things that we do because we need to be able to communicate via video. And the, the biggest objection, which I knew immediately wasn't a good fit, was she didn't want to turn her camera on. She thought that this is an invasion of privacy and uh, she didn't like that the calls are being recorded, which is again for quality purposes that we do that. And of course, there were some documents that I needed for, um, you know, as I was gathering the those documentations that I needed, immediately she was like, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable sharing my phone number and or these documents. And I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, there's definitely some disconnect with regards to our core values. I'm all about radical transparency, especially with our clients, sharing our results, sharing what we do on a daily basis to improve their accounts. This is a core value that we have within our agency. So having, you know, knowing immediately that that person is extremely private, is not okay or comfortable sharing their personal information or even turning on the camera on Zoom when they're in communication with their clients is a big issue. So it took me a week and I immediately knew this is going to work at because because this is a core value here. It's not even work ethics. So um, I talked to my lawyer and I was like, what do you think? It's like, this is not going to work out. And of course, I literally within three days, I gave her another three days to see how, you know, if she's just going to turn the camera on, if this is going to be an issue. And indeed, we had a last conversation and she's like, I'm, I don't feel okay with it. And I said, well, let's just part ways. This is not going to work out. And this is one thing that I pride myself in doing is I hire slowly and I fire fast, If I, especially if there is a conflict in values, the values that we hold as an agency, which one of which is radical transparency, acting fast. We're not really, we try to do our best to have a great campaign, but we're all about 
continuous improvement, meaning it might not be perfect the first time, but we'll always try to improve on our products and services because nothing is stagnant. Things are changing on a daily basis in our digital marketing world. So this is an example of a, a firing fast, which is, I think is for me is just set the stage for me moving forward. If I, if I feel there's a conflict in values, that person will have to go, unfortunately. Now, owning our own, you know, business, I, I own a business, you as a practice owner, you own your practice comes with so many moving parts. Some are rewarding and amazing, especially when you're growing month over month, quarter after quarter, year after year, which is fantastic. While others, like dealing with hiring, managing, you know, staff members, front office, back office, and firing people are just plain, you know, they're, it's a drag. And there is unfortunately not an instruction manual. There are a lot of books that guide us through this. But one thing, like I said, I learned is to hire slowly and fire fast. And the truth is, as a practice owner, as a leader of your practice, whether you're a dentist, a chiropractor, a physical therapist, a mental health professionals, um, you're often left to go at it alone in creating operational guidelines, uh, you know, SOPs, choosing a business model, finding a mentor, and developing your own leadership skills. You know, as a business owner myself, I know it's, there's absolutely nothing better than waking up in the, in the morning knowing that, you know what, this is amazing, we can make payroll, we're growing, we're happy. But there are days when I feel like, oh my God, we have a lot of clients that we can't manage or we have less clients that we manage, we're losing, the churn is high. The same thing applies with your private practice. Now, I hear at least once a week from like dentists, from practice owners, you know, I need to get rid of that person. They're just not doing so-and-so as as well as I thought. They're not as passionate. They're always late. They're always taking days off and it becomes a problem. Yet even when we know a person is toxic, for example, there's a lot of practice, um, you know, office drama that I hear about, or they gossip a lot. They, they, procrastinate a lot. They're not aligned with your own goals. You listen to the phone calls. They're not communicating well with your perspective and your current patients. We choose to ignore the problem or fail to set boundaries of what is acceptable in our own offices, our own clinics. Now, we don't show them what is acceptable behavior or tell them what we expect from them. But we put up with what um, you know. A lot of people say is just like, let us give them an, uh, give them another chance. Let's see what what happens. I don't know if I can find someone else right now. I just need them. And the problem is with with doing that is literally you are affecting your what would I call it, second or, order consequences. Like that person who's a toxic person who's spreading gossip, the effect of their actions will actually are not going to come to surface until three, four, even six months down the line. It's important to get rid of rotten tomatoes immediately. And this is something I shared with the story that I shared with you, but I I encourage each and every practice owner, if you feel they've given the warning, the training, they have an explicit, uh, a detailed standard operating procedures that tell them exactly what they need to do, their day, the job description says exactly what they need to do every single day. And Having all of that and providing them at least once a week, you know, a training where you're, you know, on the job training or the office manager can train the front office. Of course, you need to give them ample training and you feel there's no progress and the mistakes are being repeated over and over. Then it's time 
to let them go. Just let them go already. Now I'm going to share the type of people that you hire that might not be a good fit for your practice. First type, which I think is the most important one, is the incompetent staff member. This person is often well-behaved, eager to please. You know, they're great with maybe patients and they're disciplined. They come on time. They're on time with meetings. They're just, they just don't do it very well. They don't have that expertise. You keep telling them, reminding them over and over. They, they don't seem to get it. Maybe it's like a capacity in terms of their expertise, their, their knowledge, it's just they're they're incompetent. And unfortunately, this is going to affect your practice if you keep them. The problem with that is you feel that they're so compassionate. They're good with their communication skills. They're on time. They have the work ethics, but they don't have the competence. And these are the type of people that I see a lot of practice owners prolong uh, you know, the, their firing. I say you have to get rid of them. You have to, it is a business at the end of the day. And you have to explain to them, obviously, that, you know, of giving you a first, second, third warning or what have you. And it's just time. It's just not a good fit. I wish you all the best. I'll write you, you know, a letter or whatever. You can do whatever. I don't know if that's something that you want to do, but I feel like, you know, you don't have to be attached because incompetence will affect your patients staying and then patient coming back and all of that. And these little mistakes will impact you in the long run. Now, the second type of staff members that you probably want to get rid of right away is the slacker. Now, you'll usually find slackers all over the office. You've, they find ways to avoid or drag out their work obligations. They may be standing in the, uh, you know, the break room, chatting away while on the clock, hiding in the x-ray closet with a tabloid magazine, always on their phone or at their desk. Next comes the troublemaker person who spreads gossip and rumors in your practice. This person stirs up discontent and actively works to create us versus them. Divisions throughout the office between you and your employees, between the individual team members and between the office and certain patients, between the front office and the back office, the hygienist department and the front office, they're just troublemakers. They're not happy. They're always complaining about, you know, things in the office that they're not happy with. I know there are obviously room for improvement. There's always that as part of the growth potential improvement of the practice, but the troublemaker, the person who stirs the pot, is a, spreads gossip, that person needs to go immediately. Next, we have the misfit. Now, this person is just in the wrong place. They may not have the same core values or be a fit, a good fit or a good culture fit, which is exactly the story that I shared. That person that I hired was actually has great work ethics, was on time. The problem was with the cultural fit. I believe in radical transparency. She believes in privacy and not sharing information and not turning on the camera, not recording phone calls or Zoom calls. Now, they may have a good attitude, good work habits and ethics, and even great skills, but just they don't have that it that you need to be the key to success on your team. Last but not least is the redundant. Now, this team member may just not be necessary when one person could do the job instead 
of two. Now, this one is an important one, and this has nothing to do with their competence or expertise, or it is just down to business, which is the redundant, the employee that you hired to do something for, for you. The team member may just be, they're not needed when one person could do the job instead of two. And sometimes a redundant person can be moved into other position if you can do that. If they, if you have a, a gem, of course, what I highly recommend that you do is you reposition their job responsibilities, of course, talking to them first if they're if they're okay with it and then making sure that it is important for them to see of course with you eye to eye what that means um, and then you just reposition them you know their re their job is you they have been reassigned to a different responsibility or role within your practice now it doesn't you know, do them any favors, keeping them around if they, when, when their growth opportunities are potentially limited and they're going to know it. If they are half the day, they're not doing anything other than just like they're trying to find ways and find things to do throughout the day because their day is not filled with job responsibilities. So if they're smart enough, they're going to know that it's not a great position for them and they're either going to talk to you about it or they're going to find another job. Now, Thank you for listening to this podcast, but I would like to say is do yourself and your soon-to-be former employee a favor and get it over with now so everyone can move on, you know, onward and upward and you have a happier team and you move on with your business and they move on with their lives. Thank you for listening and I shall speak to you again in another episode of the Million Dollar Practice Podcast. If you found this podcast valuable, I hope you'll leave us a five-star review. And if you want to learn more about how we can help practices all across the world surpass the million dollar, go to StellarMarketing.io forward slash book a call. That's StellarMarketing.io forward slash book a call.